Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for the finale of Barry Season 1, no, Season 2, Episode 8, Berkman, Eagle, I, 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 look, I'm not afraid to say I was terrible at math, so this is greater than or equal to block. That is my best guess. That's that's all I'm going to give you because I don't even want to try to flex that muscle to give anything more. <laughs> this episode was written by Alec Berg and Bill Hader and directed by the man himself. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I thought it was a stellar performance by Bill Hader. I thought it was a great performance by by Gene Kusano, the actor that plays him. I will get his name fairly, fairly uh, quickly. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. Other people know his name by heart. And I unfortunately do, do not. Henry Wrinkler. Winkler. Henry Winkler. There we go. So I thought uh, his performance was really strong. There was some comedic moments. There were some heartbreaking moments. And I think there were some conclusive moments. And it all led to quite a finale. Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Popping Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh amazon spotify go down to the radio section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback you can send it to blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below so let's get into this doozy fuchs isn't able to kill gene I don't think the man knows that his life was quite in the danger that it was being caught up in seeing what he says is the love of his life in a trunk dead. Not suspicious at all that Barry shows up at the crime scene seeing his crime. He put something in the trunk before closing it as Gene mourns deeply. And while Fuchs cannot kill Gene, he does whisper something in his ear before running off. Now, I, I kind of feel the police in this situation are pretty shitty if they have a helicopter coming in and they're going to say they did not see someone running away from the crime scene. There is no evidence of someone else there. Motherfucker, y'all are the worst because all it would take is a footprint analysis of the scene to see there were three tracks of boot prints there. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. And May had the audacity to be angry about it and not sympathetic at all. I know she was a bitch, but no, she's clearly just a bitch. The shops show up in droves. The shops. The cops show up in droves with all them damn helicopters. It's the excuse Barry uses. 
that he uh was attracted by the sound to get to the crime scene and they actually said they scoured the woods for months and could not find this and yet it took fuchs less than 24 hours to to find the trail of tire tracks that still were left impressioned in in the mud you could tell i took a dab if you look into my eyes Barry's excuse for going out to the cabin is that he was suspicious after talking to Goulet and went to warn Jean about this man and I, I just could not believe that she really said we found no evidence May questions him but he is released but Jean is kept in custody as they think he killed his girlfriend based on a call that they said sounded like him which doesn't at all <coughs> bullshit I have to believe that that Moss was the best detective in this department because everyone else seems to be woefully terrible at their job. <laughs> Just woefully terrible. I know I said it both ways because I believe it can be said both ways and still be correct. Barry calls Fuchs and leaves a voicemail. You fuckers. You fuckers. You motherfucker, I will rain hellfire upon you. Hank is trying to resume his leadership role, but he's just a voice in the wind as he takes them to the former monastery of the Burmese and shops online. The glasses was a nice touch for a table to put the heroin on. He even tells the operator, what's it for? Oh, heroin that they plan to steal when the shipment arrives he gets a call from batir who is coming to replace him so that hank can be shipped back to chechnya he will be there in 30 minutes and it ain't up for discussion but apparently it really wasn't 30 minutes because that meant 30 minutes from the time that he was to get on a plane i wasn't sure about this time this timeline he calls barry just to get him to talk to the guys because they will listen to him who are planning war with the bolivians and the and the burmese and that his replacement is coming but barry is too busy boiling with impotent rage as he grips the steering wheel sally asks his as how his audition was but then tells him to his face that she doesn't need an answer she was just being polite. In a lot of ways, these two absolutely and utterly deserve each other. He deserves the fact that he is in love with someone who is very selfishly about themselves. And she deserves to have someone who is at their core a worse human being than even the person that she thinks is the worst human being in her life Lindsay got the place packed as everyone was afraid to not rsvp to a diversity showcase <laughs> and damn jermaine he had a moment where he was always told his father was abducted by aliens by his mother he believed it all his life until he saw him strung out one day outside a liquor store he didn't even recognize me he dropped him money and he still sees him as his hero. Why don't you love me, Daddy? I still don't understand what is going on with Nick and his vomiting in the toilet. Sally is freaking out on the amount of people showing up because Barry keeps bringing it up. 
she goes look at what we inspired then don't fucking tell me how many people is here i know there's a balcony she's she's totally in her own head gene is questioned by may about the murder of moss thinking maybe they had a quarrel i think the evidence is very thin here considering they were already closing the case under the supposition that the chechenians had something to do with it and so i i just don't know how they jumped from that to it's gotta be the man who looks more devastated than anyone else in regards to the death of this woman a voice analyzer would very quickly deduce that it wasn't him that made the phone call all you need is a comparative sample and just because he's not answering because he looks like he's fucking shaken down to his core may orders his arrest for janice's murder feels absurdly premature at the most maybe hold him for another 24 hours he's not even asking for an attorney hank is a little freaked out by how well barry did training his army as he uh sees them turn into bloodthirsty mercenaries right before his eyes and is ignored while watching them chanting annie up fuke shows up and says that's impressive and it's a good thing because i need an army barry learns gene was booked when he calls the officer at the front desk that's probably really tired of him blowing up his cell phone he said yeah i said i would call you if i had some news not that you could call me but yeah your friend has been booked he's going down the county you can visit him tomorrow even more getting even more desperate because he called fuchs earlier and he said look i'll do anything you want but fuchs doesn't want to hear him even when he calls him once again he's not very forgiving despite his threats pointing out if he is so altruistic regarding gene being in custody he can save his father figure by turning himself in and he's like yeah i didn't think so so you keep pretending that you aren't who you are but i know who you are and you had the you had the the guts to tell me to my face that i didn't never tell me out of i'm out of moves fucker sally is even more nervous since her agent Lindsay is ripping paper apart in her anxiety nick's fake bulimia and the rapper being left at a garage sale are all actors just fundamentally abused hank is told that barry and fuchs fell out permanently fuchs says no fleetwood mac albums in the future and despite claiming he made barry this is the second person in two episodes that have made that claim on barry's life like he is not a independent person he is someone to be owned and i think that's something to be said about barry's persona uh he is unable to get the chechens to listen to him so fuchs come in using his manipulative skills to approach cristobal and esther speaking specifically to cristobal i did laugh when they couldn't hear him from afar he's like maybe he's talking on his bluetooth is he crazy 
Uh, maybe he's talking no i just heard my name i think he's definitely talking to us he goes in america esther is a woman's name let it up bitch get fucked i didn't think that his speech was all too convincing saying you know after he goes into this whole spiel about how he feels betrayed by berries like some people need space but you and hank you two are a fit leaving esther completely out of the equation uh and he also says that killing means you have no soul which tells us what he really feels about barry and why he himself may have couldn't pull the trigger he says sometimes two people can make a good team together and grow apart but that doesn't mean they don't make a good fit Cristobal very easily forgives Hank as the two get a little frisky apologizing. He put his leg up and everything. He knows Hank only tried to kill Esther because he cared about him, which makes it okay. Esther does not seem ready to forgive. That's a huge bitch. I bust out laughing that Sasha brought posters to illustrate her horror story because she was like, nobody fucking gets it she also talks about her how her uncle burned down her house with her mom inside but that's not relevant sally wonders if she should stick with the truth or a lie barry is no help at all for her at this moment to focus on his personal war with fuchs but when natalie comes in and says the show must go on i did laugh at her running around with that mic she was so comfortable with it entirely too late she realizes something may be going on with barry but because she needs him in this moment and it means more to her than what could actually be eating at him in a profound manner that he's barely even there she just slaps him right before the performance and tells him to stay in that place which he knew would be to anger and humiliate him and that's what she needed was his his need to want to slap the shit out of her for what she just did uh and instead of speaking her truth being all artists as she says she is she totally lies about standing up to sam changing changing the scene mid-performance shocking barry however when she runs away off stage the mics who liked one of them that liked sasha's performance enjoyed it Lindsay said i should have never told you to expose yourself but of course when people start to uh to approach her and tell her she's so brave and praise her performance and everyone gravitates her she she has a choice to make and i think that choice is in i think she wanted to try to stick to who she was but to her the idea of exposing herself in that moment was too high of a risk considering even her agent that's supporting her is unsure if it's going to be a payoff or not but that's part of being an artist as well a true artist would allow themselves to fail but to take pride in the fact that they were able to stand in their own truth and sally just isn't that brave and i don't know if i particularly judge her for that but she now realizes that she can build her career the career she wants and has been wanting and things she's deserved for so long based on well most of the truth 
and uh i don't really judge her for that either gene is free to go after they find the pin berry planted in the trunk that hank gave him saying that a debt is paid and the man is grieving so hard and may doesn't seem to reconcile that being more upset that the evidence exonerates him more so than the fact that he actually you know one my bad and then two i'm sorry for your loss nope she just slams the door and it's like fuck's wrong with him hank calls gene's phone leo his actual son is there and picks it up he learns that gene has been released which barry is relieved to find out Uh, the son is there to pick him up and he learns that um that gene won't be up for company but he tells him he was right about everything and that people can change then barry gets a text from hank telling him fuchs is with him a few moments later barry had to be going 100 miles an hour because i didn't think the scene was going to go down the way it was going to go out i knew he was on his way right but esther looked like she was plotting over there as everyone else was partying uh hank and cristobal are inseparable fuchs is now in in the in the team with both of them but upon seeing barry who somehow got there in flash speed and before she could even think to do something is ended with a bullet to the dome on a rampage barry kills everyone it's sad because the chechens get involved because they end up hiding fuchs due to their love of barry and they know that fuchs is barry's mentor unaware he is the man a attacking them and that fuchs and barry have fallen out so they could have possibly gotten away you know because first it was just the bolivians and the burmese that were getting shot hank dodged behind that bar so damn quick maybrick is killed due to the recognition of his mentor which causes him to pause no no fucking no and furthermore why that shit hurt me because barry didn't even register who the fuck he was he just mowed mowed down anyone that was in his way between him and his target which shows uh a part of barry we've not seen before which is how much he doesn't care about the collateral damage when he feels justified in his actions in his rage but tear shows up and is impressed after by the way this was wonderfully shot the way he went through shooting everyone the the rain and then barry walking into the darkness because his soul is definitely in a dark place in which it is not returning loved everything about the uh, sound design um as stated batir shows up thinks that hank has something to do did he have the bullet or something 
but he thinks that hank had something to do with taking out esther who they believe is responsible for the the killing of kodazar or not kodazar y'all know who i'm talking about uh so this patir does not look at all like someone who's impressive or that i want to see around for more than a half a second (laughs) barry at the end did only belatedly realize what he what he hath wrought we end the season with gene being put to bed by his son leo and the two seem to have reconciled he remembers fond moments with janice and briefly is pulled back to the current in which he is seeing her dead body then recalls in all of the excitement exactly what it was that fuchs said to him because he was in a traumatized state and he's like oh my god because he said barry berkman did this i was thinking the you know i knew he whispered something too i wasn't sure what it was i figured it had to be outing because that's the best way the most conniving way more so than even killing him uh it still accomplishes the same goal because it destroys whatever relationship the two of them developed by telling him that barry's the one that killed moss but i still was surprised after everything especially when he was just you know just sitting in the police station but i think he still was just in shock and then once things finally calmed down he was able to to pull forth that memory but now what does that mean for next season is he gonna go to the police and tell him and now that the cat is out of the bag their relationship certainly has changed from from going forth even though barry thinks he avoided it at least one of the chechens that got away with fuchs was one of our guys so are they gonna want revenge on barry for what he did i know i would you know that was a huge betrayal for basically bloodlust they had no idea what the fuck was going on uh and maybrek really did become a great leader and he just mowed him down as if he was nothing and worse worse is the fact that maybrek would have protected himself and taken barry out and he would have been dead but he he stayed his hand because that was someone he he looked up to that was his mentor so that was sad and tragic and all of these sad tragic things are they gonna start to actually um come to when are they gonna come to bite barry because his career seems to be successfully even his performance was noticed even though he walked out on uh on the jt guy i have a feeling that guy's like yeah you know what i kind of like the fact that he didn't give a fuck and there is a whole fourth season after this so i'm very curious on how they could possibly um continue forth with this really big gaping secret out there and then now with fuchs on the run is their relationship possibly 
are they going to be able to reconcile at any point i feel like i've used that word several times in this podcast but it seems as if they've done i mean irreparable damage but as stated it's all collateral at this point and if they're still going to be at war with each other because he doesn't seem to be ready to let it go because gene he still created exactly what he wanted which was destroyed the relationship between gene and and barry so he's definitely gonna want him to pay for that and now that the whole moss thing is wrapped up is that just not gonna be uh is there gonna be no justice for janice i know that's gonna be only on a t-shirt i'm rocking but i think not only that i think that you know barry certainly has forgotten chris (laughs) as any collateral damage i feel like he really justifies in his mind that chris really shot himself by not shooting or shutting the fuck up and he justifies it too by i told him to get out of the car but you didn't really tell him to get out the car you didn't say hey we're going to go do something highly illegal because i'm an assassin like that's how you get someone the fuck out of your car and then when you hear them literally say oh you think we're gonna rough someone up you don't go no we're not roughing someone up we're fucking gonna kill people that's how you actually get someone out of the car but you know if you told him that that you could still that was it was already too late and you knew it i know there's some people that still try to defend on chris's side like oh well you know he gave him an out no no he really didn't he was fucked the minute he facebooked him he was fucked <laughs> so barry's just refusing to own that he feels really guilty about janice but i think he only feels as guilty about janice is because of her relationship with gene and the fact that i think he really respected janice because unlike her partner she was a good person so a lot of questions though going into finale i'm or going into season three that i am looking forward to as we explore it if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com once again my social media will be below remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic